Dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom. Oracle Soup with your host, Katrina Wynn and Gina Thies, two saucy sisters, broadcasting from that magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas. And inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. On Facebook, like our Oracle Soup page and share your wisdom. Soup is hot and it's ready to be served. Welcome to Oracle Soup. Are you really going to do that voice? I'm so tired, Gina. The burnout noticed. It's a burnout. Uh, I've been working so hard. I don't know if I can do one more thing. I just don't think I can keep up with it anymore. How do you do it? Well, a lot of it is about recognizing when you're reaching the point of burnout, which is what we're going to be talking about today. So welcome back to Oracle Soup here with Gina and Katrina. And she had to get dramatic. She just had to get dramatic. Hello. (laughs) That's called embodying an archetype. You got to get into character. (laughs) I mean, especially to have compassion for folks who are going through that. And we do go through that every now and then you and I, but I don't know about you. I'm a little trooper. Somehow I'm able to pull myself together and get through it. And and we'll be talking about some of those tips and maybe how you can pull things together to keep yourself energized about your work. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in to Oracle Soup. Pull up a chair and join Gina and Katrina for a bowl of warm and nourishing conversation. Coming up next... Welcome back to Oracle Soup, and we have a really, I wouldn't say it's too heavy of a topic, but it is something that comes up, and both new and seasoned readers um, will at some point talk about this, and it is reader burnout, or simply known as burnout. Yeah, yeah. I do. I think mostly I see this on places like Facebook, where someone will post a comment, and they'll be asking the group, you know, how do you deal with burnout? Or what do you do when you've had a really stressful um, period of time in, in your work? And how do you keep going? Or I've even and I have to say, I'm a little surprised when I see some of these posts. But I also want to have a lot of compassion for those people who are experiencing that, which is they'll say, I'm bored. I'm bored with the tarot, and I don't know if I want to do it anymore. And, 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 <laughs> I, and I go, that's not even in my vocabulary. But I also try to put myself in that person's point of view and kind of feel it out from what's going on with them. And so though, that's where some of my wisdom will be coming from today. And there's other areas of my life that necessarily are not tarot, but I'm sure I also experience like, Ooh, can I pull one more hair out of my head? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that is really interesting. And I, um, being in the kind of the 
or oracular um, practitioner uh, community and metaphysical community have heard often about burnout. Well, I've ex personally have experienced burnout because I at one point was doing readings for 14 hours a day and <laughs> it wasn't so much um, about being bored with tarot, but I, I think there's an interesting phenomenon that happens um, with the excitement of any of our new tools. We invest so much into learning them and let's let's face it it's 78 cards that's a lot that's a lot to learn and so we are there is a, a sense of urgency and this is from personal kind of experience watching and looking at others there's there's an urgency to be able to learn the cards to be able to use them to help people or, or, or you have the calling so you're trying to answer this sense of urgency so you want to learn you learn you learn you start reading you're reading re reading reading person after per person without regards to absorbing the information or allowing yourself to um, kind of build some boundaries around who you are as a person, what you can do for people, what your practice will be. And, um, you know, I've, I've seen just total immersion to the point where you give everything. And it's interesting, Katrina, that you said people get bored with the tarot. And I was going to interrupt and say, which is why they jump over to other tools like Lord Lamont because it's different. And I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we start hearing boredom with that pretty soon. But interesting, and this may be something we want to jump onto as a, another talk, um, is what's happening in terms of microcosm, macrocosm, macrocosm. What's, what's What's going on? What are the patterns? What's going on that, say, for instance, Lernamon has has become the the hot thing now, um, and so it, it would be interesting to kind of see if there is a kind of overall uh, inner boredom going on with tarot, and why we're seeing maybe more readers with with burnout. So um, I don't know your take on that, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. <laughs> You just put a whole lot of stuff into that alchemical pot because I think if I remember you touched upon like the actual hours per day a person might work and how that can contribute to burnout. Mm -hmm. And then there's the actual uh, talk, the actual study and the continuation of one's relationship with the tarot because I think of it as a relationship. So it's kind of like saying I'm tired of that friend or they're not my primary friend anymore. I'm ready to make new friends. Oh, Lenamont, what a fun new friend. I'm excited about making that new friendship and then moving on to a new friendship. Um, I, I mean, I have theories about that, but if we're just focusing on the burnout element, I want to just deal with these things maybe one at a time. So first, I think I'd like to talk about the actual burnout in terms of overworking or how one uses their time. And as a counselor, I do often have clients that I'm working with, especially clients with children, and how people get just burned out in their lives. And people get burned out just right off the top. Obviously, a lot of us have a lot going on, and we only have so much energy or time. But a lot of it has to do with balance, time management, and priorities. Each one of us needs to set those priorities. For some of us, Tarot might be very high in the priority list, while for others it may be quite low. And so to be honest with yourself and to say, what are my priorities? Now, the 
priority might be making business. And so you then have to say, well, is my priority for making money higher than my priority for learning and, and continuing my relationship with Tarot? And how do those two fit together since we are talking to a, a Tarot or an Oracle audience? So those are ways of being really honest with yourself. And to me, I also believe that makes you a more ethical reader because then you're not just reading for the money. You're reading because you love the cards and you have a good relationship with them. So if you're burned out on reading, one of the first things I would invite you to ask yourself is, why were you reading in the first place? Exactly. Why are, why are you reading them now? And if that reason doesn't stand up, then yeah, take a break, walk away, whatever works for you. Now, what if you really love the tarot and you're kind of like the opposite where you feel like, there's more people who need me than I have time for, and it's really a time management issue. Like I would say with those parents, it's so important that you make time for yourself and you make time for each individual child. And it's very important if you have a partner to make sure you make time for your partner. So those are all time management things, and you happen to be on the top of that list. You need to take care of yourself, meaning food, water, exercise, meaningful activities, connections you got to take care of yourself because if you aren't taking care of yourself how are you going to be taking care of others and there's a fantastic book i recommend that i know i read when i was in graduate school and for those of us in the helping profession this one's titled how can i help emotional support and spiritual inspiration for those who care for others and of course a lot of us in the professional reading business are caring for others and this is actually written by Ram Das and Paul Gorman and uh, G-O-R-M-A-N so it's still in print it's been around a long time but it's a valuable book and it helps us see how sometimes some of us are a little too attached to let's say the emotional goodies we get from our reading and maybe we're not doing it for the money we're doing it for the emotional goodies and again to see do I have balance in my life is this out of balance am I spending way too much with clients and it's not doing my actual self any real good so that's my encouragement right there is to find balance um, but then burnout that's a separate thing to me burnout like I'm the, I'm bored that kind of burnout I'm mm-hmm. bored with this I don't want to do this anymore um, I have a couple of things to say about that too because the question is always go back to why was I doing it in the first place and why am I doing it now? Am I making a new friend? Am I enjoying that friend? Is it too much? Is it overwhelming? Am I kind of burned out because it's more complicated than I thought it was going to be in the beginning? Like what you were mentioning about the 78 cards, that's a lot to take in. Mm -hmm. And then the relationship to each other. And then realizing there's all these layers like Kabbalistic and alchemical and astrological and dream work and symbolism and numerology. and, And you just go on and on and on. And for some people that really is too much. And that could be part of the reason some people are shifting to the simpler, older systems like the other oracles, which are quite beautiful and simple, easy to work with. But of course, just like any oracle, you still need to work out your art of reading. And for some people, that's where they're at and they're comfortable with that or they're excited because it's a new thing they're learning. So if you're burned out with that particular um, medium, then ask yourself why and be really honest with yourself. Say, well, I, at this point in my life, I'm just not interested in the metaphysical aspects. I'm really more interested in the day-to-day. 
Or in my case, I could never let go of the tarot because I'm very interested in deep spiritual things. And for me, the tarot is the most effective, one of the most effective ways. I don't just use tarot, but it's when working with clients is one of the most effective ways to go to really, really deep processes. So that's a tool that's going to be in my tool belt for a very long time. And I'm going to put it put in that soup. <laughs> Well, that's a lot. You've said you said many, many important points that are valid, and um, we can almost differentiate the um, t- boredom part from the burnout part as well. Because um, I found that um, as I went as far as initially my initial interest in study of tarot um, and working with it, I found that um, it could do so much more than just answer you know, the very mundane questions. And so I uh, switched into seeing what other deeper things uh, I could do with tarot, which led me to things like depth psychology and um, alchemy. And so there's so many, like you said, there's so many layers. Um, but I feel I feel sometimes too that um, one or for myself, it was like, I felt like I, if I wasn't studying or working with tarot, that I wasn't doing anything. Um, so it kind of was like my purpose, my purpose. And this was all just a part of my spiritual awakening, so to speak. <laughs> but yeah. So some of us are, we, I, I, again, I think of friendships and what's our connection. And if you still feel connected to whatever your oracle is, then contain, maintain that relationship, nurture that relationship. Uh, if you don't feel nurtured by it, if it doesn't interest or fascinate you, that's okay. Then let it go. Go on to those things that really are meaningful to you. And But if you're bored, uh, this is one last thing I want to say. It's a little more on the psychological side. But if you're bored with it, really look at what is the source of your boredom. Is it coming from inside? Is there, For some people, that could actually be a, um, a subtle depression that's going on. Mm. And so there could be something in the background that just says, I'm bored with life. Right. And it, and, and being door, bored with the cards is a symptom of that. Mm-hmm. So just, just to put that out there, just for you to consider. Yeah, or it might be easier to say it's the cards and it's really something else, right? <laughs> So I realize I'm kind of leaving things on a sort of a difficult note. But overall, I hope you realize that Gina and I are here showing our love, showing our passion, and really keeping the spirit of Tarot alive. And we hope that you continue on this journey with us because we hope to reignite your passion in case maybe you've fallen off the Tarot truck. Yeah. Until next time, everyone. Bye. Bye. Adios. Thank you for spending time with us at Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and topic suggestions on our Facebook page, also named Oracle Soup. Be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.com. WordPress.com for hot new servings of our saucy talks as well as past podcasts stored in our Oracle Soup pantry. And visit our individual websites and learn more about our dynamic offerings. Katrina Wynn at tarotcounseling.org. Counseling is spelled C O U N S E L I N G. And dot org is like Oregon. 
Gina Thies at tarotadvisor.com. Advisor spelled A-D-V-I-S-O-R. This podcast is intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.